Good afternoon, this is Terry Tutt here with uh, week five of the project, uh, completing project step five. Um, two topics of discussion this week are one from question 10, one from question 11. First, I will cover question 10. Describe the stages of team development. How would you facilitate a team's development through each stage? First stage is forming, and this is where teams begin to, a team begins to develop and gets to know one another. Uh, for me, if I compartmentalize it, I would treat it sort of like a um, when I was a project manager, we would do project kickoffs. Uh, there I'd kind of let them know, you know, give them some background of everything maybe I have done as the project manager leading up to this point. Uh, why are we here? Why does this team exist? What is our scope? What are our goals? What are our objectives? Then cover with each team member, you know, why are you here? Uh, how do I see you're contributing to our team's success? Why are you here? What's your role? And how do you contribute to our success? And I would step through uh, each person. Then in those kickoff meetings, I would also invite key stakeholders, decision makers, project sponsors, project owners, just so we could all at least have one point in time where we all got the same message as to why we're here, what are we doing, and where are we going. Then the team would begin to break off into its daily things, and then I would only touch base with the project sponsors and owners as needed. From there, we would move into the storming phase. Here the team begins to find their way a little more. Personalities will start to show, conflict may arise, and hopefully conflict will be around trying to find maybe the best solution or the best way to do things. But uh, there may be times where personality conflicts arise, and you'll just kind of have to try to address those on a case-by-case -case basis. Try to encourage people, you know, put your differences aside for the greater good of why our team uh, is here and what we're doing. Uh, development of this team um, also would maybe, even as the PM, begin to take a step back and let them kind of organically uh, find their way. Me still being there to help coach and lead them through things. Uh, and then also trying to make sure nobody's getting run over. So if you have someone who's shy and reserved, try to find ways to encourage them to put their two cents in. And that way they too can be contributing to the product. So at the end of all this thing, when we get to the adjourning phase, we've delivered something we can all be proud of. Three in the norming phase. Uh, as you've come through the storming phase, the team should have a much even more better idea um, of who the team leaders are, aside from me as the PM still doing this project thought, um, you know, but even within the team, you know, who, who's the one that's probably, you know, the best one to help influence certain decisions. Maybe this person has an expertise in SQL writing, or maybe this person has an expertise in the certain application we might be working on. Uh, full disclosure, some of my background is as an IT project manager. Uh, but the development of the team through the norming is just to guide them even more in helping clarify their roles, continuing to make sure we are, we know our purpose, and just hopefully just kind of interject and guide, ask questions, uh, and just trying to encourage the openness and communication from each other. And hopefully they are now beginning to build their own relationships within the uh, team themselves. Uh, then we are in the performing, uh, the fourth stage. At this point, the team has evolved from knowing why they exist, knowing how to work with each other, and hopefully by this point, they should at least be more comfortable with working together. And now we should be really full steam ahead with our ears pinned back, 
uh, and trying to accomplish our purpose or our goals and working towards our end result. Um, focus should be more on tasks. Uh, I would view my role uh, to kind of continue to even more and more take a step back and just monitor the progress of those tasks uh, and, and seeing how they're going and really just kind of help identify roadblocks and doing my best to get in front of the team to keep those roadblocks out of their way so that they can continue to just um, chop through tasks and, and just you know just being as successful and as efficient as we can be as a team. A journey comes towards the end of some of these activities especially on projects when there are temporary efforts. In the adjourning phase we've accomplished what we've set out to do, we've delivered what we've set out to do, or for various reasons maybe we've decided either the goals and initiatives have changed of the organization or maybe the product is not mature enough you know a journey may not necessarily or it may not necessarily always end in a successful deployment in talking about projects but uh, at some point the project does come to a close and here um, i would feel my role would be really be just trying to to good or bad to, to find the things that we can be proud of and identify the successes and then also identify the lessons learned so that you know if we if we need to spin up an initiative again and start back over at some point on something what went well what didn't uh, and then just kind of just trying to find a way to um, you know to just celebrate what we've done together then in chapter 11, we need to discuss ways in which low power distance as a social value among followers could affect their interaction with a leader who displays high power distance. Uh, for me to kind of tackle this first, I took a step back and just went back and re-reviewed low power distance and high power distance just to kind of get a, um, another clearer definition. Uh, here, low power distance are people that expect equality in power. And then high power distance acceptance of power inequality uh, exists uh, within those individuals. Uh, I feel that it would create some resentment, you know, maybe within the team if they were of low power reporting to a high power leader. Um, if I kind of build in my mind a profile, a high power leader might be someone who knows they're powerful and, and may lord it over them, uh, possibly. Um, but also, I've worked for very powerful leaders whom I knew just what authority they had, but they were very cool to work with. So I think, you know, the definitions aside, I, I think it still, it still matters to the person. But like if the example is that the high power leader it lords it over him, I think that would create resistance amongst the team, resentment amongst the team and having to work for someone who's like that. Uh, work might not run as smooth, work might not run as efficient. Uh, and then on the flip side, if you've got a high power leader that is powerful, they know it and kind of just seem to really love that part. Um, and then they've got this team that's, you know, being resentful, you know, not being as efficient, it's going to create some conflict. Um, I always try to err on the side of, you know, maybe I'm a little too much Pollyanna, pie in the sky kind of mentality, but I just think. Uh, and I feel my role as leader, at least, and I'm sure it's just me as an individual and, and just how I'm geared, um, but I, I'm more about the relationship. So even if I was in a very powerful position over a person, I would never want them to feel like I, I held that over them. And so I think it comes down to the individuals and how they can make this work. Um, but just kind of if you assume that the leader is, 
um, authoritative in their in their business dealings. I think that's going to be really hard for the team to be successful and find joy in their work. Um, they they may have to look beyond the leader they work with and maybe look more towards what they do as a team and maybe try to find ways to motivate themselves by seeing the greater good and what it is that they do to maybe look past that. Um, but I just, I just know I would struggle working under a leader who was high power and knew it and held it, held it over me. But you know, that's just, that's just me. Um, uh, anyway, I guess it's just as a person, how I'm geared or how I think, um, but, uh, hopefully some of these points, uh, you know, come across clear and uh, just uh, look forward to the feedback and the thoughts on it. Uh, That's all I've got. Thanks for your time and have a good day.